Hey everybody, this is the Gloves Are Off Sports Podcast. I'm your host, James Rommeller. With me is my broadcast associate, Jim Bruno. And we'll be here talking about the Eagles. What do you got for Eagles today? Oh, we got tons. We got tons and tons. All right. For the Flyers, we'll be talking about that disaster of a call in Columbus. We'll be talking about Mark Strait's return. We'll be going over the bye week and what it means. And we'll be talking about the alumni roster. For uh, the UFC, we've got... Conor McGregor, Dana White's latest challenge to Floyd Mayweather, Mark Hunt's lawsuit, Cyborg's response to Rousey, uh, BJ Penn's return, and, uh, you know, for WWE, we'll go over some Hall of Fame names, we'll talk about The Undertaker a bit, and that'll be it. If anybody has any questions or comments, please absolutely hit us up on Twitter, at Gloves Are Off PC, or on Facebook, at The Gloves Are Off. Alright, well, let's start with Columbus, because that game was Sunday, and that was two points we should have had against a team that was playing well. They had dropped two straight after their 16-game winning streak. Well, that tends to happen. Uh, Just look at yeah, the Flyers. Everybody, it, and it's funny, all these winning streaks in hockey always seem to end with a thud. <laughs> you don't lose a one-goal game after a win streak. Yeah, right. Because you've been winning those games. You lose like 7 nothing. It's ridiculous. But uh, Columbus lost 5 nothing to end their streak. But there was a couple of calls in that game. It was an overtime loss. And the first was a disallowed goal against Philly where you had the shot was taken and... Right before the shot's taken, you got Raffle going to the front of the net. Mm-hmm. Now, he's cutting across the front of the crease. He's absolutely entitled to that ice to get up front. The defender comes in from behind the goalie to try to undercut him. Okay. They bump into each other, obviously. The defender careens, the Columbus defender careens into the Columbus goalie and bumps him because of the impact with Raffle. All right. After that, the goal goes in. No goal goalie interference. Saying the Columbus defender was pushed. That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous call. And then later on... In the same game, you got the ref's call where Columbus defenders coming in behind Mason, kicked him in the skate. After that, shot goes in, and it's a lot, it's a good goal. And I just, I really wished, I just wanted to touch on that. I really wish that the referees could have been a little more consistent with that. Yeah, that would have been good. It's it's a costly point, and especially <laughs> the way the Flyers have been struggling. You know, all the points you All the points. Amazing game, big deal. But good news for the Flyers, Mark Strait's back. Yeah, Boy yeah. Gordon's gone. You had to make room. Uh, the Flyers might have to make a trade. They're in such cap trouble. They're so close to the cap at every point. Like, very they've been there for the, yeah. like the Cowboys or the Redskins of the NFL. They've been very creative with it lately in that they've been able to put people on long-term injury reserve. They've always had one injury to cover another. Mm. They don't have that anymore. So now they're in a, you know. Well, they just need to get some guys hurt. Or, yeah, they either get some. <laughs> That's all I gotta do. They either get some guys hurt or trade somebody. Uh, they got the bye week coming up. What an interesting concept in the NHL. Yeah, you, you were actually just explaining this to me because, again, yeah. I don't have the hockey knowledge you do, but that's, uh, that is an interesting concept, especially off of the Christmas break. Yeah. Three weeks and the All Star break's not too far off either. Yeah. So wouldn't you imagine a little bit later in the season be a good idea for that? I think it should be a thing that's not a thing. Well, you know, concussions and all that stuff. Blah, sure. blah, blah. Um, you know. You so know you make them play, what, 40 games in 53 days like they did in the beginning of the season? Yeah, that, that's going to that's tone down injuries. It yeah, right. So well. It works so well. <laughs> 
again, um, all the injuries. So the deal is you can't practice. If you have a game on the sixth day, then you're allowed to practice on the fifth day late. Okay, so I got 4 p.m. practice after 3, even better. Yeah, but if you don't, you can't practice the whole five days. And every team in the league gets it. What a ridiculous concept. It makes sense now, because I, like I told you, I was here right before I left to come in and do the show, that Neuvert is looking like he's going to start both games this week. And on paper, I never advocate that. I never advocate yeah, back to back. back to back like that. But the way Mason's struggling, the way Neuvert's been playing well. Uh, well, let's see. He came in in relief in one game. He played well, yes, right? Yeah. But... So how can you really say he's playing? He played. He finished out that game strong. Well, we've won three games since the winning streak. Okay. Neuvert has two of those wins. All right. He fair started enough. the Tampa game and won that. He came in last night, and won that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, shootout pick. Yeah, which um, Philly, you know that doesn't yeah. happen often. Although they did set the franchise record for uh, shootout wins. Right. Last night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Neuvert's really good at the shootout. Yeah, maybe you should. Uh, uh, you probably can't go with a goalie all, coming there's off. There's probably flyers that have right now. The reason they're struggling is they're not cycling their goalies. Yeah, well, yeah, we talked about that. You got uh, you got two goalies that were top ten in the league last year, and you're not cycling them. And even when Neuvert was hurt, you still had Stolarz, who was playing well. And again, not cycling. Mason's played 26 out of the last 30 games. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's that's absurd. And he's worn down. He's broken. Yeah. He needs the bye week. <laughs> See? And he's getting it right See, on it's time. A good, it's a good thing. Having Neuver, it's a good thing, too. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's really it for the Flyers. I got a couple of big games this week, and then the bye week's coming. Uh, we're, we're really the bye week? That just sounds yeah. so weird here tonight. We're going to have to scrape hard for next week's uh, Flyers talk. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be no games. <laughs> maybe uh, that's when that trade you're talking about is going to Maybe happen. we'll get the trade done. Maybe we go. will. The trade deadline's March 1st. It's coming close. There you go. But the alumni game is tomorrow. It is. It is tomorrow. And they have a game tomorrow, no? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. But the alumni game's tomorrow, too. Well, the alumni game players aren't going to... I know they're not going to play. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially some of these names. But uh, I got a couple of notables on the roster here I want to go over real quick. We definitely need to touch on some of these. The first and the biggest is the return of the Legion of Doom line. Yeah, I did I did hear something about that. Michael that's... Renberg, John LeClaire, and Eric Lindros will be on the line together. I like it. In the alumni like game, it. and I, I like dig it. it. I dig it. Goalie's going to be Brian Boucher. Boosh, okay. Boosh is in. What, Bernie out of partying or something? Or uh, Bernie, Bernie's going to coach. Okay, well, he's, I thought maybe he was going to be uh, on He'll probably find his way in that game. Yeah. Player, coach. Eight coach beers, player. put me in the game. Yep. One of the coaches is Paul Holmgren, so it might actually work out for him. <laughs> He'll get signed to a $60,000 million deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> He'll get a Holmgren contract. Uh, Bill Barber's playing. Wow. Yeah, Tim Kerr. Basketball? No. Tim Kerr was was one of the best scoring defensemen the Flyers have ever had. All right. Uh, LeClaire, obviously. Bobby Clark. Bobby Clark's going to play. Bobby Clark's going to play. Wow. Boy, Bobby Clark will play anytime you let him. Yeah, right? That dude's amazingly just... Old. Old. He's amazingly old. (laughs) He's amazingly old. He's still got the drive. Yeah? He's still got the drive. So does Bernie. I mean, it takes a couple of blue pills, but he's got it going on. Right. Did he just marry like a 40-year-old or something? Didn't he? <laughs> right. I think he did. Seriously, right. he just got married recently. He's one of these guys, like like Vinny Testaverde, he had to hold him down and pull the jersey off, or he was going to keep going. Well, his play kind of did that, too. Yeah, well, his play always kind of did. He would, he would have flashes. Yeah. He was like Bernie Kozar, where he had yeah. flashes of he might be something. But it never really panned well, out. Well, they also, they both played for the Browns. Do you see something consistent oh, that, there? I'm pretty sure Tessa Verde played everywhere. Yeah, he pretty much did. I don't he, think he, he played here, though. He did so the league tour. No, I don't think he played here. Yeah, we were smart on that one. Right. But uh, Danny Breer. Danny Breer. Danny Breer will be in action. Uh, how old is he? Is he, what, like 40? Uh, yeah, he might be 40. Yeah, he's like. Probably high he's, 30s. He's like a young old guy. Young old guy. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, hey, Danny Carcillo played the alumni game for the Blackhawks a few weeks ago. So did he really? He did. Mark Howes in that game, wow. But uh, it, here's, here's the really interesting part. There's, there's people that aren't playing. A couple for the Penguins and a couple that did tours with both of us. And the first being Rick Tockett. Okay. Has declined. He's got stuff to do. Yeah. He's got shit to do. Yeah, like what? He's Rick Tockett. Who cares? Yeah, you going to tell true. him no? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you going to tell him he has to? Yeah. Another guy who played on both teams, and it's a shame he's not playing, is Mark Recchi. Mm. Yeah. That, that would have been, been fun good. to see Mark Recchi. That would have been a good. Yeah. yeah. And he's mm-hmm. still not that funny. You know what would have been funny? Is if he played, like, one period in uh, right. one jersey you know, for the one team. Right, yeah. The whole he did double duty. Yeah. Same with Tockett. That would have been great. But the most interesting, and I'm, I'm a little insulted by this, because the Flyers are bringing out all our old stars. And you think of the Penguins, you think of the, their, their past and their history, you think of one guy, and that's Mario Lemieux. Yep. Declined. Really? Not playing. Why? Who knows? Well, didn't he have a this lot of... Or person. am I thinking of uh, Sidney Crosby with all the concussions and the head injuries and shit? Sure. Uh, Lemieux had cancer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. yeah. But he came back and played... He was a player owner. Yeah. I remember that. Which was, you know, one of those things where you don't really see it that often. Uh, yeah, or... Or not ever. Or not ever. Well, yeah. We saw it the once. No, one time. Yeah. <laughs> we did see it the once. Hey, does it suck that he's not playing? As much as you, you know, you want to spew venom about Lemieux and call him a pussy, the opportunity was there to play against him once more. Yeah. And it's gone. Not only that, but... We were like somebody took a shot at him. Playing yeah. against each other. Or even, Bre- you know... Briere? Briere and Lemieux. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were in the league at the same time. I think they might have been, like, Lem- towards the end of yeah, Lemieux, the beginning the of Briere. Very, very end, yeah. Maybe. Uh, I could be completely wrong. They could have spent six years together. I would. Yeah. You know. But you're the hockey guy. How do you not know this? You know, because Lemieux's a penguin. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to follow the penguins. That's very true. I don't. My salary does not justify actually sitting down and watching penguins games. <laughs> it just doesn't. All right, what else do you got for me, Jim? But there's that. I mean, with straight, as far as the team goes with straight coming back, it, that should help. Okay. He's really been. He really quarterbacks the second line on the power play, and. The power play's been struggling. What, like four for their last 34? They had a couple last night. Yeah, I was going to so say they have one. for their last 38. I think they have two or four last night. Jesus Christ. So, it, yeah, it's, it's still abysmal. Yeah. It's funny because on the winning streak, it was hotter than yeah. it was like white hot. I think Haxtell's probably going to get his head out of his ass and start cycling these goalies. Yeah. And I, I, was heck, I know that they kind of said this when he came in, but it was Haxtell... Another chip? No, Hackstall sounds like Ilya Brzezgalov trying to say Hackstall. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't understand why the Hackstall... Yeah. Yeah. But my point is, like, Chip Kelly, they they said, you know, he's just so stubborn, blah, 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 blah. He's just like another innovative, stubborn guy. Who he's knows? not something you got to deal with. You really don't know at this point. He's been here, what, two years? Yeah, but you've not seen anything like this before. No. Well, what is um, this? I mean, it's... Looks like hockey to me, and maybe that's just me being a layman. But... Right, but he's not afraid. To, he's never been afraid to make changes. Mm-hmm. He's never been afraid. Well, of apparently guy. he is about a goal. But for some odd reason, I don't know. Maybe Mason got pictures of his wife. Yeah, could be. Don't know. But the alumni game, a lot of good players, a lot of Hall of Famers in there. Like Eric Lindros just got his ring. Something to look look forward to, man. Speaking yeah, of tomorrow. the Hall of Fame, we got some new names for the WWE Hall of Fame. Now we got one that's hold in. on, hold on, hold on. You told me earlier in this week. You said, don't go looking for shit. Right. So, bad news and good news. All right. Bad news is uh, that I found some shit. Okay. The good news is... It wasn't bad news Brown. No. Bad news Allen. Bad news Barrett? Nope. Ah. The news is... It's not really news. It's the fact that I have no memory whatsoever. Oh, that's good. So, when you say the names, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that, but not until then. Yeah. So, it's going to be like you're getting a fresh... Uh, yeah, not only really that, but I mean, even if you saw them, we could still debate them. Okay. Whether or not they belong. 
Oh, I actually just remembered two of them. Okay, well, the first one that's going in. Yep. I mean, this is pretty much a lock, is William Regal. Yeah, and I agree with that. And, again, none of these names are names we came up with last week. Which Not is, at all. It's astounding that we didn't get Regal. Yeah, you got to figure eventually. Yeah. Yeah, he was going to go in. And he's, he's been pretty important to the business. An absolute workhorse, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dependable guy. Considering he was a raging alcoholic for a while. Yeah. And, cool, you know, he got involved with pills. He had problems there, but, he, I mean, he fought it all. He came back. Yep. And now he's, what, the next general manager he's or something? Next, he's, he's NXT general manager. He still gets in a ring every once in a good while. Yeah. And he still looks great. Maybe not physically, yeah, but... He's uh, sound. Yeah. I remember he took Bill Goldberg to school. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. That was a, that was a shame. Both of them swear to this day it wasn't a shoot. Yeah. Okay. They told him to go out there and make him look good. And Regal was like, well, he couldn't make him look good. He wouldn't give me anything. Yeah. So I just took it. <laughs> you know? All right, who else? And, and who else? Who else? At the end of the day, he took his spirit. He took his jackhammer. So. Yeah. It's really what they were saying by make him look good, right? Next name on the list. Now, these are all under consideration. None of these names are getting Regal. We can pretty much guarantee. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he'll get the gloves or off stamp. The rest of these are speculated. And probably so fillers. Under consideration. Point. Yeah, oh, yeah, fillers. Definitely some fillers in here. And Some you ever notice that every year you get like five or six or seven or eight or yeah. what do they usually put in about a dozen guys? Yeah. So yeah, you'll get like the you'll get the <laughs> yeah. I think seven. You'll get like the uh the obligatory Japanese guy. Mm-hmm. You get the guy from back when it was WWF. Right. Um you'll get one of those. You get like some upper mid card guy. Yeah. You obviously have your one big star. You'll get somebody who died. Somebody who died, yeah. Yeah. And we got him. We on got this him. list. All right, who we got? But first, before we get into that, the next name on the list is Christian. Really? I did yes. not. See, that one, I don't even forget it because I never even heard it. And that's actually not bad. I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy. One half of the most successful tag teams ever. One half of the one of the most successful. That's what you said? Hmm. Okay. We're about to stop you. The Dudleys were the most successful. I, I'd venture to say that I'd, I'd tend to agree with that, but I'd still like to say it. They won the straps everywhere they went. So did the Road Warriors. Yeah. Okay. And that was a different time, too. When the Road Warriors were out there, so it was a different, different ball game. We've always, we always talk yeah, about the Road that. Road Warriors in? Yeah, Road Warriors are in. Right. Dudleys are not, are they? No, they're still active. They are. Sure. Where? They worked like three months ago. Devon's an agent. He's an agent now, but I mean, so you're talking about a matter of months. Well, yeah, you know, whatever. All right, who else you got? But uh, Mike Rotunda. Like it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Put in the whole varsity club. Exactly, but they're going to put him in his IRS. I'm Who was it? Sullivan? Sullivan, Rick Steiner, Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. Hot, hot stuff, yep. He's another name that they should consider. Yeah, maybe. He's a little controversial. Yeah, well, it happens. Uh, Abdullah the stuff. Butcher wasn't. He's done some stuff that might have put him in the bad grades. Yeah, could have. Yeah. But, uh, and the next one under consideration is the tag team of Earthquake and Typhoon. The natural disasters. Which is your obligatory tag guy. In fact, Typhoon got hospitalized right after I read it. Uh, yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I, like, I saw oh, that man. too. If he goes, they're a lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, but right at the same time. It, 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 like I had said last week, it's, it's, I don't like the idea that they put in guys because they died. I don't think they do, but it does seem to accelerate things. It really does. Except for Randy. Well, yeah, well, Randy. Yeah. But hey, it got him in. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes, right? Right. Which is a shame. I mean, Randy was a great performer. Except the Ultimate Warrior, who died the day after. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, he waited to get in before. Maybe it accelerated his death. That's what it was. He was going to die, and it was like, no, i got to get the Hall of Fame first. Yeah. He he, he always had to be different. That's true. But you know what? He's going to be remembered as a guy that died after the Hall of Fame, so. 
He went in the same year as Rikishi. Yeah. It was the rope shaker and the rope shaker. <laughs> but that's all I've got for consideration names. Did you pick up any more? I didn't hear any more. But no. that uh, that Christian one was has got me just shaking my head still. I don't know, man. God. When you actually have an angle, or Vince McMahon proposes, good. McMahon proposes an angle to put a dot over your face because he hates your face so much. Because he thought you were so ugly, <laughs> yeah. they had to blur your face out. Yeah. But again, McMahon pro- proposed all sorts of wacky shit this time. That's true. And somehow he was he was the guy to rein in Vince Russo. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine yeah. that. Well, because Vince was always the boss. Well, yeah, he still is. Yeah, I mean, it was always not only that, but. Not so much like as a dictator, a little more forgiving than that, and a little more accessible than that, from what but, I've heard. But not much more. But not much more. Yeah. It was still his word, or your, you know. Yep. Oh, you don't want to do it? Okay. Well, you got a better idea. All right. Well, we'll consider that. Yeah. Yeah, you're might... going to do the thing we said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he gave you the impression that you had a. You don't want to do it? Ted Turner's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened in the mid mid nineties, and uh, a little Sports while. Is on the phone. Real quick on Anthem Sports as. Uh, Drew Galloway dropped the, the the grand championship or whatever it is. They, mm-hmm. they actually do the MMA wrestling matches. Yeah. He dropped his title. Okay. At the tapings. Oh, dude, I, I actually have this written down. I know exactly where you're going and with this. And his contract's up. Oh, no, then you're going a different place. Yeah. Drew Galloway's contract's up. Okay. And he just dropped his title. So you think Vince is calling? Maybe. He said he's got really interesting offers that he's got to consider because he got hurt real bad earlier this year. Yeah. And it gave him a little bit of a jolt. Mm-hmm. Time to make as much money as I can as fast as I can. Where are you going to do that at? This isn't permanent. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously the most money's at the top. Yeah. And so, Galloway can work. He can get up there. So here's one. little TNA news for you. All right. Little, uh little spoilers, but it's cool. So, tapings last night. Yep. Interesting debut. Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett Josh debuts Barnett. for TNA. So now you have a UFC fighter. Versus a Bellator fighter in a and TNA ring. Right. Beauty. How cool is that? that I, is cool. I, you know, well, I mean, TNA doesn't do much right. Yeah. But that was cool. TNA, I mean, it, TNA's got to do something too. Yeah. Boy, they got the Hardys and nothing else. Mm hmm. And is there they got Josh Barnett now? Yeah, they got Josh Barnett for a year because he's suspended. For yeah, for a year. Yep. Uh, he, popped, he, he might be going longer in a year. This is not his first offense. Oh, really? He actually won the heavyweight oh. title and then for UFC and mm-hmm. then popped that fight and Not got good. stripped. So he lost the title without Not ever defending good. it. Yeah. And one last one on uh, while we're just talking about some uh, where are these guys now? Steve Carino finished up with ROH at the end before of uh, the December. Center, yeah. Yeah, he's a coach now. That's cool. I always liked Steve Carino. Yeah, I saw him in Philly a few times over King at the, the old, old school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, saw him it, over there at the old ECW arena. For ROH. I don't think he was a main card guy, and ECW used him as such. Yeah, well... But they were... They were just getting raided every five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Every five minutes. And, and he did put on decent matches with uh, PJ. What's his name? Just Incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep. uh... Just Incredible. <laughs> just Incredible. Holy crap. The guy that's working a Red Lobster? Anything's better than... What was it? Aldo Montoya? Aldo Montoya. Aldo Montoya. What was Joshua, the... Uh, the co- Conan was Max Moon? Or... Max Moon. Max it, was, Moon. It, was, it was Max Moon. It, it, was, it was his gimmick to have. Yeah. And he actually didn't end up... He did a couple of house shows, I think. Nah, he was on TV a few times. No, not as... Conan wasn't. That was Paul Diamond. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Now, see, I always liked uh, Diamond and Tanaka. But I feel like Diamond we were really Tanaka. getting off of the fucking uh, topic here. So. I don't. Diamond yeah. and Tanaka are good names for consideration. Oh, 
Look what I did. <laughs> he gave it the old reach around. Amen. Not bad, not bad at all. But, alright, in the more current news, in the WWE, Roman Reigns dropped the US title. He did. And you, before the show, you were just discussing an interesting scenario. I want you to go ahead and uh, explain that. Well, before to the that, we'll get to an right. something that really boggles my mind. All right. The U.S. title, if I'm not mistaken, is a holdover from WCW. It is. It's Chris Jericho's first reign. Okay. It's his first reign as United States champion. Okay. That baffles me. Why? You had a mid card title in WCW that long, and Jericho didn't hold it at some point. Because Jericho he held was every other title, literally. Jericho was thought of as nothing in WCW, but he still Maybe was held a crybaby bat. Sure. Bitch, bat. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't tell that to Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want Goldberg's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I um, think everybody has at this point. Now, the other news coming out that ties into it was that Cena versus Taker is pretty much off. They're not yep. doing it. I did read that today. And Taker versus Strowman, which is the match that everybody else had in the back of their mind, isn't in the works. Yeah, which not is... Not being considered. Which is odd. It's odd because they did the the, 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 the hot take to Strowman. Yeah. Taker was talking on Raw. And I guess they'll get involved with each other at the Rumble. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a match at Fastlane. Is that the in-between pay-per-view? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they will. Taker wants to work. Yeah. Who's going to tell him no? Not me. What I heard from, uh, was it, Dave Meltzer. Okay. Where is, where is he working at these days? Ah, oh, jeez. I have no idea. Yeah. What I heard from him, basically, not personally, but what I read was, they're looking at doing Taker versus a Raw opponent, a Raw rostered opponent, in a non-title match. Now, there's immediately some names that come off the list. Seth Rollins comes off the list. He's fighting Triple H. Uh, it looks like they're going to do Owens and Jericho, so those two are off the list, which is a shame. I would love to see The Undertaker versus Kevin Owens. That would be fun for me. Uh, all the champions. Uh, Roman Reigns is U.S. title champion now, so he's out. Or no, Roman Reigns lost his title, and he's universal. He's fighting for the Universal Championship at the Rumble. So, I mean, you take all the champions out of the equation, and you really stop and think, and you wonder, who's it going to be? I know, I've run some ideas in my head, but it, I was grasping at strolls for a couple of days there. Who on the Royal roster that's non-titled against The Undertaker that's not Braun Strowman? And I couldn't come up with any names. Yeah, I, I couldn't either, and we were talking about that before you came over, or before the show started. You had a name that just a life floored me, yeah, for both of us. It was like a Tanaka and Diamond thing. And it was... What if Roman Reigns doesn't win the Universal title at the Rumble? That would make him a Raw superstar that's a non-title match. Yep, that's one idea you had. What if you go even further and the Undertaker costs him that match? Why would he do that? I mean, I guess they would have to set it up and he would have to come out and talk a little bit and set this thing up, and that could be good. I, I couldn't write it, but what yeah. if? But, I, you know, Taker and Reigns is an interesting matchup. I get. I just hate Reigns, so I get, I, you know, I'm I going to be biased. His Rumble record is at... I'm sorry. His Rumble record's ridiculous, and it bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> it bothers the shit out of me to have him break Kane's uh, yeah, elimination. elimination. His WrestleMania record's not spotless. He's, what, 0-1 in title matches? Mm-hmm. He had the Lesnar match. And it, it, you want to put an asterisk because it was a triple threat? But he took the fall. He took the pin. Yeah, so in my opinion, then he he, he lost. Yeah. Well, you weren't going to have Lesnar take the pin. No, not at that time. No. Even this year at WrestleMania, Lesnar's not going to take the pin. <laughs> He's going to be doing Goldberg. There's another couple of raw rostered guys that are off yeah. the uh, taker list. Yep. Uh, but outside of Roman Reigns, I'm really coming up empty. Well, you did have one idea. I did have one idea, and that's that if you actually, because apparently what I've heard is Samoa Joe's due for a big push right away, a big WrestleMania match. Yeah. Towards the top of the card. Well, I just heard today that he was getting 
brought up to the main roster, to the Raw roster. Well, you came in with this. They did the next set of uh, NXT tapings, which goes through the Rumble, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay. And he didn't work. He worked a dark match. Now, is he, uh, so is, it, is he it, maybe hurt? It, no, it lends more to the idea that they don't want to put him on NXT TV after the Rumble. Because yeah. he's not going to be on NXT. Makes sense. Debut him at the Rumble, and if you put him on Raw, you could do Samoa Joe and Taker. I which that match I'm a lot more interested in yeah. than if you put out Roman Reigns. Yeah. Now Reigns just doesn't have it. Not only that, but with Reigns dropping the US title, I really can't avoid what seems like the inevitable that he's gonna win the universal title at the Rumble. Yeah. Ugh. Which sucks. Owens has been booked terribly as champion. But if I had the choice between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns as my universal champion, even while he's booked terribly, I still want Kevin Owens. Dude, I would Go with you over I'm a huge Roman Kevin Reigns. Owens yeah, but um, I would I would go over you over Reigns. That's where I'm kind of at with that. Oh, I could do it. Yeah, no, no, probably can't. No, probably not. Yeah, if Shane McMahon can do it, if Giant Gonzalez could do it. Oh God. Yeah. El Gigante. El Gigante. And what else you got but, there on your notes, dude? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we exhausted them or what? Pretty much. Pretty I mean, much. That's really what we got going on in wrestling. So what was? Let's think back for just a second. AWA days. AWA. What were Diamond and Tanaka? What was the team's name? Wasn't it the Orient Express? No, that was somebody else. They were the Orient Express in WWE. Right. Yeah. That's not bad that I thought about that. Yeah. I was thinking Orient Express, and then it just, until I was My saying. I kept going Can-Am Connection, but. That, yeah, that was, uh, was that Martel and. Yeah, you're, you're missing a nationality in that, because. Oh, and Tito, wasn't it? I can't imagine Tanaka's neither Canadian nor American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... All right. While we're on the subject of combat sports... Yeah, let's hear, uh... Let's hear those comments. Uh, post and those comments. Sure, sure. But, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Ronda Rousey posted uh, a J.K. Rowling quote on her Instagram. And it said, And so rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. Which tends to lend towards the idea that she's gonna be back. Which is good news. Yeah, it's You don't great want to news. see her go out like that. She's done a lot Definitely for the sport. And, and Dana has said as much. Sure, yeah. Without her, there's no no, no women's division. Well, basically. I mean, it was like, I think a year before they did it. Yeah. Dana White was actually on TMZ going, it'll never happen. Yeah. And then... She talked him into it, apparently. And Cyborg decided to respond. She commented on the tweet, and I'll sum it up. I've got some of it here, but basically, I was so sad to see the loss of the sports star... But you have so much ahead of you, you are blessed with the financial security to go out and do the things you want, et cetera, et cetera. Nice sentiment. Yeah. It also kind of screams a little bit like, okay, good, please move. Please go. Yeah. To me, it also, and we kind of touched on this uh, when we were talking before the show, she she needs some positive. (laughs) She 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 can't be out here talking shit. Yeah. She failed for a a bad substance. Yeah. Um, Which I'm still trying to get, so. Right. (laughs) Give me a call there, Cyborg. Right. But. Yes, you too could be a 150-pound woman if you take that stuff. You've got the boobs. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I've been working out. <laughs> it, I mean, it could be genuine. Yeah. It could be a genuinely nice thing to say. It could you know, be... it, to, to me, it's honestly what it strikes me is, is like when you see it all the time in wrestling. Yeah. Where, like, they step away for a second and they're like, you know, they start to compliment their opponent. Well, yeah, and it's the thing of that, you know, these guys will sit here and hate each other all day, but at the same time, it is a fraternity. Yeah, oh, God, It is yeah. A, a, a brotherhood or a sisterhood, as it were. And, you know, absolutely could be that. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm also saying it sounds a little bit like she's just trying to get some positive spin going for herself. Absolutely. 
And it's a shame if that's true. I really hope it's not. Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't stand Cyborg. No? She's so... She's different. That's the best way to put it, One of these dude. people that wants everything, but doesn't want to do anything to get it. And that bugs the shit out of me. So she's a Democrat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know what I mean, though? Like, I, I, it's just me. It's my nature. And I've learned, especially in the past couple of years, that if you want something, you've got to go get it. You've got to go put the work in. You've got to do the things that are necessary to do to get it. And if you can't do those things, then you have to find some middle ground. Mm -hmm. Get as far as you can. See if you, once you're there, see if you can't get a little bit further. But if not, just kind of make the most out of where you are. Mm -hmm. Make the, you know, do the best you can. That's very well said there, Jim. And she's not doing that. She went a little bit, then said, no, fuck this. Yeah, but at the same time, she's and got an impressive... she signed a contract She has. She's got an impressive career in her own right. Sure, in her weight class. In her weight class, doing what she did in Wait, the in the lesser organizations and did whatnot. Did the champion from another weight class come to her weight class and fight her? Oh, I agree. And then call her a coward for not doing it? Oh, I it's totally agree. Yeah. Entitled. Yeah, I get it. You, you smash cans at 145 and Invicta. That's great. Yeah. I'm not impressed. Well. I'm impressed with the way she's done it. And she does have some quality names on her. She has a whole lot of cans on that windsheet. There's some impressive names. She beat the hell out of Gina Carano. Mm -hmm. She thumped Gina Carano. But hold on, hold on. No, I know. Gina Carano. I know. The first, hey. the first Ronda in my eyes. Yeah, she, she was the first. Um, but her dad was a, a Cowboys player, so I'm. She was the first recognizable women's MMA star, but I'm not really sold on the idea that she was more than mediocre as a fighter. Nah, she was just good looking and she could fight a little bit. Right. So, but Ronda is dropped that gorgeous. Big tits. Oh, she doesn't have huge tits. Yeah, ass, you know me. Yeah. Yeah, ass. That might be why you didn't notice the big tits. Yeah, I'm still on the ass. She's got a pretty sizable chest. Um, I mean, she's not, you know, cartoony porn star, but there's definitely some good stuff going on there. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? I was thinking yeah. about Ronda's ass. I, I don't know what I said. Um... <laughs> But, I mean, there's a whole lot of cans on that list. And, yeah, that's great. Keep doing that. If that makes you happy, go nuts. I'm not saying she shouldn't. But, at the same time, you don't call that. And, you know, I don't know. And then she's got the two failed tests. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty big blemish on your mark. The on first one record. was bad. The second one's so much worse. Does it? It was her first out. Because she would always flout the fact that she was the most tested athlete in the UFC. And she passed everyone. She'd post the fucking results on Instagram and shit. Turns out, her first out-of-competition surprise test, she failed. Yeah, she passed the done a bunch of tests that she knew was Man, coming. She knew it was coming. Um, but even with those, and I mean, the, just the one, the one, just one test that she didn't know was coming and she failed it. Yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad record right off the bat. And then yeah. wouldn't know it. Yeah, she said it was a diuretic. She got or... prescriptions and this, that, and the other thing, and oh, I'll get this clear up. No, you fucking, I don't care if you've got a prescription. I'm sure Nick Diaz has got a prescription for pot. Which, by the way, the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission is talking about taking off the banned substance list. Really? Yeah. It's definitely not a performance enhancer. No. But the thing of it is, is you got... Uh, it's still illegal. USADA is <laughs> still going to keep it. And USADA does the testing for UFC. So okay. And it's still going to pop. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure Nick Diaz has a prescription for pot. He still has to pass his drug test. Because yeah. it's still a banned substance in the eyes of these governing bodies. Yep. And, well, of the government, too. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, and here's the thing is, you don't, this isn't a, a legal issue. Yeah, you got a prescription, that's great. You were legally allowed to take it in the eyes of the law. Yeah, so you're not going to jail. But you have these governing bodies yeah. that monitor drug testing for these companies that you've got to, they've got their own rules. Yeah. 
And a banned substance is a banned substance is a banned substance. This isn't like hockey where pot's not banned. It's not? You can smoke pot all day in hockey. They don't care. Really? Yeah. So I know most guys are just going to drink anyway. That's what yeah. They, that's what hockey players do. Sure. They're yeah. drinkers. Uh, not so much on brushing teeth and having teeth, but drinking. It's Sunday, yeah. though, elsewhere in the UFC. BJ Penn will return to the Octagon. Okay. How long has it been? It's It's been a while. It's been quite some time. I'd say about two, three years. Uh, BJ fights about once every two, three years these days. He retires and then comes back. I wish he'd stop it. He's fighting the Aaron Regas. He's very likely going to kick his head off his shoulders. <laughs> um, BJ Penn, it's really hard to put into words just how incredible a fighter BJ Penn was. This is a guy who... I sense a little bit of Ric Flair syndrome. Just hang it up, buddy. You're great. You were just absolutely terrific. Dominated lightweight. Just dominated. Just came out the gate on fire and never looked back. And decided, you know what, the hell with this, I'm going to go to Waterweight, because I can. Had a couple of fights in, it might have been in Japan. Okay. Where he even fought at light heavyweight. Wow. He got up to 194 and fought Leota Machida. Which, I mean, the guy didn't care about weight classes. He went to Waterweight, beat Matt Hughes, won that title. Hmm. Uh, he always, you know, marched to the beat of his own drum. He's Hawaiian, they do that. Yeah, that's what they do. They're very, well, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. It's because they're the island. Yeah, way the fuck they're out there. They're not contiguous to the rest of the United yeah. States. And they're like, yeah, sure, law, it's great. <laughs> We're on this island here. We're going to... Yeah, we'll just on. be on this island if you need us. Just one island we have is entirely marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They show it on TV, like the helicopter's flying over. Yeah. And it's just a monster pot field. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, there's no way they can collect all of this. <laughs> it's not going to fit in a helicopter. You drop one bomb, it's done. Sure. This pesticide bomb. Yeah. But uh, towards the tail end, he started losing... And you could see the skills were diminishing. The sport was passing him by. And then he came back. He fought Nick Diaz and got thumped. And he came back after that because Rory McDonald was talking shit. He fought Rory McDonald and got thumped. And then decided he's going to come back and be featherweight. He's going to fight at 145. And he's going to fight Frankie Edgar. What a madman. He haven't won a while. Your skills are diminishing. So what are you going to do? You're going to fight Frankie Edgar. You're insane. <laughs> and I think that fight was stopped between rounds. Oh, wow. Like, somebody please make this stop. Well, to the point where I think Frankie Edgar was going to quit just so he wouldn't have to beat on BJ Penn anymore because he felt bad. <laughs> um, it was just awful. And sure enough, here he is, coming back. And it reminds me of Chuck Liddell. Okay. Remember Chuck Liddell's in his career? Fought Rampage. Chuck Liddell set the world on fire when he was hot. And I remember talking to somebody about, yeah, I think it was Espo. Talking about, he did lose a fight. He lost to this guy Rampage over in Japan, who turned out to be Rampage Jackson. And yeah. when they signed Rampage Jackson, he fought... The guy who Fedor Belfort cut real bad. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Marvin Eastman. Paul Marvin Eastman knocked him out, and I was like, all right, let's do the title fight. Let's do Liddell versus Jackson. Let's do the rematch. Jackson knocked, starched him in the first round. And after that, Chuck fought Wanderlei Silva, which was another quote-unquote dream match. And he beat him by decision, and then didn't win another fight. And he fought Rashad Evans, got knocked out. Bad. They still show that in highlights. Nah. That was a hideous knockout. That, it looked like somebody getting hit in the face with a bat. <laughs> it was bad. And I, that stunned the shit out of me because Rashad Evans was not a punt, not a striker at that point. He's still not. Yeah, he starched Liddell. Wow. And it was one of those things where like, it, was, it was like watching a car wreck in slow motion because they both threw. Chuck Liddell always threw with everything he had. That dude, you know, actually had passed the potatoes with ridiculous amounts of foot-pounds of force. <laughs> everything he did was full volume. Rashad threw as hard as he could at the same time and it was like the end of the Rocky, uh, what was that, Rocky three? With uh, Clubber Lang? Yeah, it was the end of that, where they had Apollo, and it, Apollo wanted one more match. No, and no, no. threw at the same time. And no, that was Rocky too. And then it did the freeze frame. 
Or was it three? You're it right, was yeah, three. It and was three. The freeze frame was yep. both good. And you don't right. know what happened. It was that same kind of punch, except you got to see what happened, and Rashad touched first. <laughs> and Liddell, uh, God, it, some people were saying he might have shit himself. He really <laughs> got knocked out bad. And then he fought, I forget the order, but he fought Shogun Hua after that. Got knocked out again, first round. And, oh, God. And then he fought Rich Franklin after that. Broke Franklin's arm with a kick. Ouch. Franklin still knocked him out in the first round. <laughs> And to the point where Dana White brought him in after the fight was a like, please stop. Please stop fighting. <laughs> this was Liddell he was telling him? I'll give, yeah, I'll give you a job. Please stop. And I think BJ Penn's in the same boat. I think Yared Rigg going to kill him this Sunday. It's going to be good to see him back until the bell rings. <laughs> BJ Penn pulls it out. More power to him. I'm going to love to see it. Another fight that got announced that I'll touch on very, very quickly is uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's going to fight Tony Ferguson. These two have been trolling back and forth. Nurmagomedov said, you know, Conor McGregor's going to take time off. I want an interim title. And I want to fight. And I'll fight Tony Ferguson. He's the next ranked guy. Which, yeah, props to him. He doesn't want to can, you know. Yeah. He doesn't want to can fight. He doesn't want anything handed to him. I'll fight the next top guy. Next highest guy, bring him to me. And we'll fight for an interim title. They're not going to fight for the interim title. Tony Ferguson, for his part, came back and said, yeah, I saw the money he's getting and the money I'm getting. And no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and Magomedov said, quit being a pussy. I'll tell you what, I'll put the rest of the money out myself. Really? Come fight me. And they were going back and forth like that. I guess Ferguson finally got the number he wanted. Because they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it at 209. That same night is the same night as uh, Tyron Woodley versus Wonderboy Thompson too. Okay. Which ended that's up the one. The first that's time the one, we fought. Was that the one we watched here? Yeah. 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 The one where they got it wrong at first. And they yeah. Back <laughs> and it right. Hopefully they get it right this time. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I want to touch on with the UFC real quick: Mark Hunt sued the company, sued Dana White, and sued Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's. He sued them because he says that they knowingly conspired to allow Brock Lesnar to fight. While under the influence of performing enhancing drugs, by waiving his four-month entrance pool into the USADA testing program, which they have the right to do. They do, but is that the norm? Have they done that before? Have no, or since? Just him. They needed to but save that card. But he was an extenuating card. circumstance too. They needed to save that card. He would absolutely fit the bill of an extenuating circumstance. He did, but at the same time, and don't get me wrong, I I wanted. Lesnar on that no, card. That, he has business. another high-profile job. He has yeah. a very small window in which he can compete. Yeah, this is very true. Especially, like, he fought in July. What if he got hurt? He's got a match in August. They already announced. Yeah, it's a SummerSlam. voting. Yeah. And, um... That, that was, uh... Orton, right? Yeah. Yep. That was when he split Orton like a cantaloupe. Jesus, God. <laughs> Orton was good with it. Yeah, he was fine. Jericho was not. Yeah. Yep. Until Vince called him Mark. <laughs> yeah. Stop being such a goddamn Mark. <laughs> and I don't think this lawsuit's gonna go anywhere. The most interesting part about it is, I think it's the same card, 209. Mark Hunt's fighting. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's putting Alistair over him. Oh, okay. Yeah, a man who, if I'm not mistaken, has failed some drug tests before. <laughs> um, so we're just going to compound his uh, sure. lawsuit, dude. Mark Hunt's biggest problem, and Frank Mir had the same problem, but Mark Hunt has it worse. I think four of the last five fights Mark Hunt had, the guy popped afterwards. That could get a little frustrating. And, yeah. and what's his record in those? Uh, he's won most of them. That we didn't right. against Lesnar. No. His, his biggest argument is that not only is it unfair... But it actually hurts his long-term earning potential. Yeah, because losing the guys that are jacked up on roids no, or whatever. Not, but if he's fighting guys that are on gear, he could get hurt bad. Yeah. And that would definitely hurt his long-term earnings potential. This is true. Uh, not only that, but he's losing these fights. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's keeping him away from title contention. Exactly. Which he probably should be. Mark Hunt's great. I love watching Mark Hunt fight. He is. He's like an upper, upper mid-card guy. He's upper, just not... upper, upper mid-card. He's, he's an absolute gatekeeper. Like If you yeah. beat Mark Hunt, you deserve a title shot. Okay. But Mark Hunt should, does, does not deserve a title shot? He fought JDS, and it was, it was, please fall down. 
And then he finally did, because Junior Del Santos hit him with a spinning wheel kick at the top of the head. Ouch. Yeah. A, a, a kick that would kill me and you. We would die. Probably. It'd be the end yeah. of our lives. Yeah. There'd be a closed casket funeral. <laughs> There'd be well, no open casket. That's why we do this as a uh, podcast right. without videos. Yeah. We both have faces for radio. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we might get the closed casket anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that's pretty much where we are at the UFC. All right. Moving on to that. What I'm going to do at this point is I'm going to ask my producer, because we've actually given our uh, our editor a promotion. She's now the producer. Okay. I'm going to ask her to go ahead and make a sound of a pencil sharpening. Because I sharpened my pencil this week to get you some information here and some cap numbers and all this stuff. Even did some thinking about who I could replace these guys with. Because that was your big fucking gripe. You gotta replace these players. You gotta replace them. So here I you go. Gotta replace Peterson is who they gotta replace. Oh, we're still with that. Okay. Send them to the Los Angeles Chargers with that hideous logo. Oh my god. The Dodgers logo. Yeah. Well, they said they came out yesterday after everybody was like, what the hell is this? It's got a little squiggle for lightning. <laughs> it, they actually came out and said, oh, well, that's not the real one. That's not the real logo. <laughs> we just wanted to sell some merch <laughs> yeah. we could, so we made up something on the fly. Yep. All right, so what do you got? So the Eagles. <clears throat> got some guys we got to cut. Yeah. Need some cap room. Yeah. Need to do it. Yep. Let me know when I should stop yep. on this list. Yep. With your inevitable question of, well, who are we going to replace yep. him with? We're cutting Barwin. <laughs> cutting Barwin. We're saving $7.75 million. Ugh. All right. You and I had a conversation about him. He said, hey, I'll come you back. You got someone in the house to replace Barwin, don't you? Yeah, Vinny Curry. Oh. What? God, Curry sucks. I, I think if you play him more, he's better. He's so overpaid. I wish they could cut him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's another <laughs> I story. I keep Barwin. Barwin, um... Actually said he'd come back with a pay cut. I don't think... Show me the pay cut. Yeah, I mean, he's probably thinking a million or two. I'm thinking like five. If he's thinking serious money, though, like a complete restructure, hang on to him. (sighs) He's just so... If you're not saving the money, what's the point? You're just so out of... He's out of his element. He's out of his element. Yeah, he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. And a lot of times you can convert these guys in the defensive ends pass rushers. We're in a 4-3. That's why Houston let him go. Yeah. We can pretty much agree he's gone. Yeah. He should be gone. Yeah. Next guy, always liked this player. We've had him for a couple of years. The one thing he's never been able to stay healthy is Ryan Matthews. So he's got to go. He's probably paralyzed. I mean, he's never hey, going to play again. Herniated disc in his neck. It's it's Wait, a, it's a pretty one. serious. It was C2? I, it was right up against his skull. I mean, I get it. a bad one. I get it. Anyway, cutting him saves you $4 million. Sure. So to replace him, I was thinking Smallwood or a rookie. Smallwood or a rookie? Yep. So no, who was it that, that took the snaps? Byron no, Marshall. No, the other one. Uh, Sproles. No, they had a guy. Oh, well, yeah, the who kid. Was guy? Yeah, the yeah kid. from the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. Okay. Forgot his name. I'm not sure. I'm not sold on Smallwood. I'm not necessarily sold. That's why when it we get to makes it interesting whenever we talk about Warren. the draft, I do have some. And certainly, it it makes the whether the question of whether or not you're going to bring back Barner interesting because he's up. I think he's restricted. Um, you well, two things about that. It, I and I don't, I don't know that he necessarily is restricted or he's up. He's up. Is he up? Yeah. So if he's restricted, he's going to be a couple million dollars to keep. You might as well keep him. You uh, might as well. If you're going to use him, they don't use him. Well, that's the you're thing. If you, exactly. You the I, I agree with that. You need the money. You can't. This so is the not. next guy on the cut list. All right. I'm sure you're going to rejoice at this one. Leotis McKelvin. Glorious. Yes. Cut him. 3.2 million saves. Cut it. Tie a fucking rock to his ankle and throw him to Delaware. 
Oh, we could do that. He'd probably miss. Yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> get right rock. past him, you know? Yeah. So you replace him with a free agent or a rookie. For a Scarecrow. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, well, you know. Like Sean Considine. <laughs> Here's... Oh, God. He's actually played very well in... Uh, where was he? In Carolina. The over at Wheeler? No, Constant. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, Kirk Coleman. What was Wheeler? The World League of Football. Wheeler. Wheeler. <laughs> so uh, the next guy... I don't want to do it because it's... Sean Constant. Oh, jeez. I don't want to do it, really, but it saves you some money. And unfortunately, you just need to start cutting some fat. Brent Selleck. <laughs> you gotta call him fat for. Well, yeah, let's put a little, you know. Selleck's gotta go just because he's, I don't wanna say he's obsolete, but, but with, we're good there. But with Ertz and Burton. We're good. Now, Burton's up. Burton's up. He is up. Is he's, he up? he's restricted. He's restricted. I'm not sure that he's up. Pretty sure he's restricted. Okay. We'll look into that. Next guy has been some controversy for us. I think next week we'll do the in house free agents and. Yeah, well, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So the next guy. He would have to be a post-June 1st cutter, designated post-June, June 1st. That would be Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was okay with that until I started looking into Jason Kelsey. And he's really not, he's not been up to standards in the sense that he's not been as good as he has been this year. For two years, he hasn't been as good as he's been. He hasn't missed a snap. This, this year? No, that yeah. entire time. He was hurt he last year. 2014, he hasn't missed a snap since then. Okay, well... All right. Yeah, he played all the snaps last year and all the snaps the year before. Great. But if you're ineffective, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we're just looking if for somebody... when Wisniewski to come back, it's a different story. Exactly. Or you replace... And that's actually who my... my uh, Replacement? My replacement is Wisniewski. He's up. You gotta bring him back. Or Sayamalo. Yeah, he's, he's up. Not only Here's that... Here's this. Wisniewski signed here for $800,000 last year. Yeah, but year. He's, not gonna, he's, he's not gonna sign for that low again. Why not? Somebody's gonna pay him. Why? Because. What has he done here that would uh, would ever tell you that he deserves all his money? He got his time. He played well. Okay. Played so, well. so you're going to bring him back at $2 million. All right. I'm and cool with it. spending money, not saving it. No, you're, you're still saving $3 million all from right. Kelsey. Well, then you're saving one then because you're saving three to spend it two. No, you're saving five. Okay. If you're doing not the post-June. Really. Yeah. yeah, all right. Okay. Oh, post-June. Post-June 1st. Now, you can cut somebody today and have it a post-June 1st cut. Yeah. And the way that that is is just so this guy's an opportunity to get onto a roster somewhere right, else. Yeah. So you don't have to wait for the June first bullshit. Okay. Because uh, a lot of times teams just go out and spend money in free agency and can't even pay you. Well, it's like the coaching situation. Nobody wanted to wait for McDaniel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh god, we're gonna get there too. No big name coaches. We'll get there next week. Yeah. Next guy, you're only saving eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars by cutting him, but I don't care. Get rid of fucking Matt Tobin. <laughs> Who? Exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, Matt Tobin was a decent experiment. It just hasn't worked. Nah, he's, he's been here a couple of years. And he's, yeah. I think he's a little bit of a journeyman. But the experiment hasn't worked. Yeah. Time to move on. Next guy. I like to say that about a lot of guys. The experiment's over. Yeah. Hendricks is another one. Yeah. Well, that wasn't an experiment. He was a re- he's a legit player. Yeah. Anyhow, let's get on to the next two guys, and we'll, we'll talk about that again. Uh, Ron Brooks. Ron Brooks is up? No. He, yeah. has, he has another year left. I think he might be restricted. No, no. He's an older guy. Okay. No, nah, he's um. We save one point six by cutting him. Yeah, but we're a little flush in that position, aren't we? Cornerback? No. That's you're thinking of uh. No, we Brandon. Lost. You're thinking of Brandon Brooks. Yeah, we want to flush that position. In yeah. fact, Brandon Brooks might be the guy that's up. No, he's not. He just okay. signed a six year, five year deal here. He's good. He's the one with depression or uh, anxiety. Yeah, so oh, he's okay. up. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, we're talking about the cornerback who you hardly saw this year. 
No, hard to uh, any of the quarterbacks. Cameron's watching a receiver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Brooks, I think he was another, he might have been a Buffalo guy or another Jim uh, Schwartz guy. Obviously. He a Buffalo guy. He might have been. I could see him in that, that hideous white, <laughs> all white uniform that they wear. So Ron Brooks, you replace him with Jalen Mills, or uh, whatever the, kid, the Mills kid. Uh, Jalen Mills. Not Jalen. Is it Jalen? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking Jalen Watkins. Jalen Mills and Jalen Watkins. Watkins Jaylen, yeah. Jalen Watkins is up. Is he he is? Corrected, I believe. Yeah. He's, I don't know. I about know for it. a fact that he's up. Okay, I'll take your word. Because I did the list. Okay. He's on it. Next guy. You were just talking about him, Kendricks. Post June 1st, you're saving save, five. Save a bundle. Five, five, I think. Five, well, five million. Yeah. All right. And you're going to say to me, well, who the hell are we going to replace him with? Blah, blah. Kendricks, oh. we already replaced. What am I going to say to you? <laughs> and I actually have this written down. You're going to replace him with whoever currently gets 60% of the snaps that he takes 40 of. Yeah. Now, like I, that's who you're going to replace him with. Like I said, you already replaced him. Yeah. So. And I, that's just nuts. So, doing it my way there. You have $29.4 million in cap savings by cutting all these guys. Right. You're going to add in the $9.4 million that you're rolling over. Mm-hmm. With the expected cap going up, that's $38.8 million. Now you're that? talking. Well, you don't get to keep all that. Why not? you got to pay Benny Logan. Well, you've got to pay Benny Logan because somebody's going to pay him. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't know that we do. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we're in a position to pay him. You, we are. you got $38 million, you're in a position to pay him. Now you take off, and I looked the, I looked up the stack, or this number, seven million for rookies. Okay. So you're down to thirty-one million. About, right, yeah. about thirty-one million is what okay. you, is what you got left to spend. Um, and just real quick, I'm gonna do a real quick sidebar on some other teams that it's just funny their cap space. Cowboys are over by five million. God bless them. Over it, by five million is dominant NFC presence. You did right. Yeah, right. They caught lightning in a bottle with those rookies. Exactly. You're blowing your wad rugged. I still say that you could quarterback behind that line. I'm not that impressed with Tony Romo's played behind the same line for the last couple years. Just keep that in mind. He didn't have he didn't have Zeke. You know what? He was real damn good behind that line a couple weeks ago. For what, a series? That's all he got. I mean mean, more he might it's just more the same. So Gordon Prescott did. So you have the Cowboys over by five. God bless. Are they over? Over. Okay. They're over by five oh, million. Oh, we'll find room. Yeah, the, the whole Tony Cut Romo situation, yeah. yeah. So the next one is laughable. It's totally understandable, but it's very laughable. The Browns, on a $160 million cap, the Browns are under by $101 million. $101 million. That can't be. That's what it is. No, there's a cap floor. That can't be. Well, they have guys that are free agents this year and so okay. on and so forth. So they do have some holes. Well, they have player. They have to fill holes on the roster. <laughs> yes, they have lots of holes on that team. No, they've got to fill the roster. <laughs> but yeah, that's where they're at. One hundred and one million under. <laughs> that can't be right. It is. It's one hundred percent right, dude. <laughs> dude, look at the players that they have. How are you going to pay them any more than that? <laughs> so you're right. There is a cap floor that they have to get up to. That. That's what I keep saying to guys that are telling me that. Oh, well, Terrell Pryor. They're going to keep, or they're just going to let him walk. They actually have to franchise play, franchise him, pay him $20 million just so they can hit the floor. Right. Boy, now, and probably the funniest. That is funny. The fun, no, the this funnier one. Jacksonville. It's the Jets. Oh, Jesus. They're over the cap by $927. Oh, $927. <laughs> that is hilarious. They just walk to one of the games and it'll save money. Exactly. <laughs> so Plus, Instead of a play. One quick note from last week's show, uh, we were talking about Lane Johnson. 
they had said he'd filed as a is you know filed in court uh, whatever. So he filed in I think it was October, but he actually filed in federal court this time. So it's a, oh, a whole other yeah. deal. So Mark Hunt's got a better chance of winning his court. Yeah. So now my next question, Jimbo. Not any free agents to consider. Okay. Cornerback. We obviously need cornerback. Right. Top guy out there. You can rank him any way you want. It's got to be Gilmore. It's Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Remind, right behind him is Tremaine Johnson. Okay. Now, I'm pretty sure we have this recorded. It might have been like the first episode of our podcast, but I said A.J. Boye. Yeah, you did say Boye at some point. He's up. Listen to this deal from uh, Sport Rack, or S-P-O-T. It's actually spot, Sport Track. Sp- spot Track or whatever the hell it yeah. is. It's whatever it is. They um they take a bunch of stats and money and this and that and everything else, and they, and they put it together and kind of spit out an estimated player value. Last year, as of November, end of November, I believe it was, November 30th, he was at $8.5 million a year, five-year contract. Doable for the Eagles. Mm, Yeah. Pro Football Focus grades him out as the number one cornerback in the league this year. Yeah. He's now at $11.5 million a year. Yeah. So so you have him right up there with Gilmore, who's 12, and Trumaine Johnson, who's at $14 million. You're going to have to go cheaper. Yeah. And I I started to think to myself, well, you got to go cheaper. Yeah. So there's a couple guys out there. I'll just bounce some names off. One of them is cool, and I want to get the guy's jersey if he plays for the Eagles. Captain Munderland. Captain Munderland. Eight and a half million, three-year contract, 26 million. I think he's about 28 years old. And his name's Captain. Yeah. That's why we're signing him. Like, he should come into negotiations, just sit down, kick his feet up, and be like, hey. Fucking captain. captain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was with Carolina. And, you uh, make him the captain. He's bounced around a little bit since then. What is he on his jersey? <laughs> That's terrible. Next guy who I'd like, who is not going to be grossly overpaid, um, I think would fit. I think he's about 26, right where I want him to be. Only problem is he's uh, he's not going to be a free agent. They're not going to let him out of the house. It's Drake Kirkpatrick. No, he ain't going anywhere. So, <laughs> that's the cornerback situation. Uh, I'd look at Captain Marlon. Yeah. I mean, depending on what else you do. See, the, the problem is, is we have too You're many. You're not going to get a top guy. You don't have, you have for it. No, you do. You gotta remember, Jim. Yeah, but you you, you, you get... do this thing where you just yeah, you, you forget how football contracts work. They can get front loaded and they can relays yeah. and signing bonuses that, over time and this circumvention, just all that stuff. You 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 must be stuck in the hockey mode where they have their own circumvention, but football's different. Yeah, you may put a guy on the you know books for a hundred million dollar contract like Albert Hainsworth, who's grossly overpaid. <laughs> it was a six year deal for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and he saw like what forty of it. As soon as he took his first snap, the last year and $30 million of that contract voided. Yeah. And they said whenever that snap occurs. So basically what they did was that was for the agent to recruit other college yeah. kids. So I'm going to go on the running backs. Uh, okay, because we obviously need one. We need somebody. Here we go. We need a rental for a couple of years. And that's where D'Angelo Williams comes in. Yeah. Made $2 million last year. He could be in a rotation guy. Well, you so, know who would be nice to have is DeMarco Murray. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Fourth round pick, huh? Yeah. Another guy like that. Another, just another name. Is sitting behind Zeke right now. Darren McFadden. Is he gonna go again? You see, he can play, yeah, but he's behind Zeke. Yeah. That's currently his problem. Is he up? He's up. He only made a million and a half last year. Yeah, I'd take a look at that. That's not bad. Here's another name. Had a little bit of a career resurgence in uh, Arizona. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Another million and a half year guy. Is he old Titan? Old Titan, yeah. Fast guy. Yeah. Fast, fast guy. 
He's up there in age. He's probably closer to 30, 31, maybe. Well, I mean, if some... you got Matthews leaving, you need a you need a, mm-hmm. a wrecking ball. So that brings up my next guy, interestingly enough. Younger guy. They're projecting this guy at a five-year, $30 million contract, which six a year for a running back isn't terrible. No. Eddie Lacy. Eddie who Lacy? Who has fallen out of favor in Green Bay. Yeah. He kind of ate his lot. way. No, he's yeah, he's hurt a lot, and he's kind of ate his – like last year, they yeah. were really concerned about his weight. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, it's, it's a concern. Oh, absolutely. You got to look at that before you even sign him. Yeah. Oh, this year he came back in, and he was tip-top shape. Yeah. Just, well, I don't know. Maybe you could put, like, in his contract that if he gets to a certain weight, instead of money, he gets cheesesteaks. He may take that. He might. They, they, they actually did that. <laughs> not cheesesteaks, but they did that with Corey Simon, if you remember the <laughs> defensive tackle. Give him cocaine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, next guy, another younger guy. Four years, 13 million, 13.2 is what they're projecting for him. Latavius Murray out of Oakland. Okay. Again, another young guy. Now, when we talk about the draft, I'll really get in the running backs because yeah. I've really, really swung my entire position on who to take, what to do. Yeah. I have. A running back, you really want to go middle of the draft. You don't want to spend your time oh, picks on a running back. Really? And where, where do we pick? We pick at 15. No, not, not 15. the first round. You don't yeah, but if you, there's a couple guys I have my eye on. I'm, no. watch, I'm watch, doing research on. I'm telling you. No. One of them. One of them. Zeke. Okay. Zeke-like, I'll say. All right. So the next position we obviously know is going to be wide receiver. Yeah, we need someone to catch the ball. So we obviously need to, and I've said this all along, you need to draft a wide receiver and you need to get a free agent in here. Yeah. One name that just has been linked to us forever was actually linked to us during uh, Chip Kelly years. Vincent Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That's not a bad move. Not a bad move at all. It cost you some money. Three years, 15-6. That's not bad. That's nothing. Yeah, especially for a receiver. Man. Next guy up, and and I've said this since the people started talking about him ever coming here. I said, no way. We're too close to Rutgers, and that's where he gets in trouble. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Britt. Yeah, but if you can keep out of trouble, that's a good move. Yeah. Because you got him cheap. Three years, $20 million? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm with that. Um, another guy from right down the uh, 95 there in, in uh, Baltimore, Kamir Aiken. Kamir Aiken was the one I was looking at. Four years, $26 million. I would I would take a flyer on Kamir Aiken. Yep. Uh, guy out of Buffalo, Robert Woods. Okay. Four years, $34 million. Now, these guys, since I'm, a, I'm able to find stuff on them where they have projections for them, right. these are rather young. Okay, so it's not like an older guy or something like that. Robert Robert Woods, four years, $34 million. Okay. You're going to need to, you know, whatever. Uh, you got Kenny Stills, who's got the Sean Jackson speed. Originally started in New Orleans, went down to Miami. Can he break some coverage? Yes. So he's better than Deshaun already. Yep. Another guy, people may not agree with this one so much, but maybe it's just because when we see him, he kills us, is Terrence Williams out of Dallas. Yeah. He's uh, 27 years old. He's making 1.6 now. He's like like Pat Burrell was to the Mets. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kryptonite. Kryptonite, yeah. So another guy here, Justin Hunter. I believe he's a, a, a Titan. Just, again, would fit our need. Last guy. Anybody would fit our need. Yeah, right. Last guy, the aforementioned Terrell Pryor. Not going to get it. But he doesn't get out of Cleveland. No. I don't know when people are going to understand that. You can't. They they actually need to franchise him, not because they're just trying to be hard on him with the cap or whatever. It's because, legit, because he's got, they need his money on the, on the cap. Yeah, and it's a shame because, boy, would I love to have him. He really turned his career around over there. Unbelievably. In, turned his career around in Cleveland. In Cleveland. But here's the thing, Jim. He's only done it one year. And now he's stuck there. And he's the only fucking option there. Yeah, but the fact no, he's that he's stuck the there this option, year. 
He's stuck there, you know, 2016, 2017. If they franchise him, they're not paying him I mean, the top three like, quarterback money to let him go next year. If you prefer that here with a guy like Jordan Matthews, when you're the only option, it makes it a lot harder for you to put some numbers up. Yeah. Because it's a really easy scheme to defend. That's Stop true. him and you're good. And he's still but he had But he had Jackson games, too, where he, he had, disappeared. He had a different quarterback every week. I mean. I, I, all points <laughs> I agree with, but he's only done it one year. You do it two years, three years, I can understand. We can talk then. Yeah. I, I think he's too much of a risk-reward type guy. Yeah, and again, with the cornerbacks, we've gotten burnt so fucking bad with cornerbacks. Um, the Asamoah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that we just got rid of, Maxwell. Byron Maxwell. Yeah. Who made the Pro Bowl this year. Right. Yeah, with with the other guy, Kiko Alonso, that made the sure. Pro Bowl. Maybe we re-sign him and take over Kendrick's spot. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't. Uh, we've been burned and then burned again with panic moves. Mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray, Byron Maxwell, Kiko Alonso. Yep. Well, no, they weren't panic moves at all. At all. They shouldn't have cut any of them. They were getting Miami's pick, is what they were. Yeah. To, to eight, because Howie had a plan, and I believe this, to get up to number two to get Wentz. Yeah. And so we're in a situation Work now out. where you got you got the hardest piece to get. You got it. Thank God we didn't get golf. No, it was never. There was a gentleman's agreement. They they were taking golf. Yeah. And he would, he would never work out. Great Wonderlick score. God, he sucked. Yeah. What's Carson's Wonderlick? Any idea? No. Yeah, it was high. So that's kind of where I'm at, dude, with um, free a- or excuse me, the cuts. We're going to get into free agency a lot harder. Um, and there's also going to be guys that get cut. And we need a one-year rental while we draft a guy. Yeah, you need time to develop players. And like we said, you know, like, like I keep saying, in this draft, you need to draft a cornerback that's going to start for you in two years. And you need to draft a wide receiver that's going to start for you, oh, yesterday. Yeah. But you also need to supplement them with at least two guys that currently play or starters. Well, that's our biggest problem. We'll get into down the road. Is the Eagles have not drafted well in the past few years? Not at all. And but I think I think once you get a receiver in here, a, a true bona fide number one. You notice I didn't even talk about Alshon Jeffrey. Right. I don't. You know. I don't see that again. Right. Too much money. Yeah. Too much money. The thing with that is these guys. You know. You, you just got to get. You got to get the right guy. You got to get the right guy. You, you get, get a right guy in here. Money. Yeah, exactly, and that's tough to do. It's it's it's. There's a lot, a lot of luck involved. In even that. with that thirty-eight point or thirty-one million in, in cap space, we're gonna have a tough time competing with the guys that. Oh, I don't have a hundred. Yeah, because there's other guys that have like the Bucks. I think have like sixty or seventy million. A lot of luck involved in that. Mm. But I would love to hear what the people think. People think about the whole show. Any questions, comments? You want to tell us where idiots? You want to tell us we're right? You know, anything you have got to say? We'd love to hear it. Again, you can hit us up on Twitter at Gloves Are Off PC. You can hit us up on Facebook at The Gloves Are Off. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking more Eagles. We'll be talking about the in-house free agents we'll do next week. Yeah, and we should probably at some point talk about the playoffs. Sure, we, yeah. we will. Once we get closer, yeah. next week we'll be closer. So, Well, they're playing this week, which, by yeah. the way, Green Bay mops the floor with Dallas. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree. Right. Green Bay's tough. They're banged up, but they're tough. Yeah. It's, it's a really good game. Uh. You know, we'll be talking Flyers. We'll be talking what happened to BJ Penn in the UFC. We'll be talking more Rumble. We're getting close. Getting We're getting close, real man. close. And uh, that's going to be it for this week. I hope everybody had a great time. I hope you have a good, safe weekend and a good week next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. That's a great play by the cornerback. Yeah, game is over, but the Fisticuffs apparently aren't.